0: Yomah the last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah at the bottom of Amud Bet said that when the Aaron was taken away, all the Yom Kippur services would be done on Evin Ashtiyah, which was a stone that was three finger breaths from the ground. And right away the Gemara noticed that it didn't say Mishnah Ignaz Aron, where the Aaron was hidden, rather it was taken. Obviously this Mishnah goes, according to the Tanah, who said that the Aaron was taken to Babel. And we saw Rabbi Shimon Bar uh, argue on himself. At one point he said it went to Babel, and then he ended up saying that no, it was hidden, it was Nignaz underground, under the Kodosh HaKodoshim, because it says Adah meaning until today, it's still there. And with that, we are starting Nundal Ram, Aleph, about five lines in, where it says, V'chol hechad Adah so asking on Rabbah, you're telling me every place where it says Ada means it's forever. it says the people of and the people of Yavuzi sat over there in between Bnei Benjamin until today. you're gonna to come and tell me that until today Bnei <speaking> Benjamin <Hebrew> didn't exile and they're still there. And some explain that it's uh, you want to say that uh, Yebusimur never exiled at Yerushalayim is still there until today. said nobody passed through the land of Yehuda for fifty-two years after the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to cry for the mountains. Uh, Eulogy of the the desert. Nobody was there. You didn't hear any animals. And behemah in gematria is 52. And that alludes said the 52 years that no one passed through the land of uh, Yehuda. And Rashi beautifully explains the calculation as follows that the first Galut that Ben Israel were gole, it was during the time of Yehoiakim, he was the king at the time. And that was at one year of the king Nebuchadnezzar. Seven years later, they went with the king Yehoiakim, right, who was the son of Yehoiakim. And the Hashuv part of Ben Israel left. And after another 11 years, then Tzitkiah was the king, then Jerusalem was destroyed, and 52 years after that is when Korish decided we're coming back to Jerusalem. that was at the end of 70 years, from the first Galut of Yehoiakim, and that was 52 years after the city was destroyed, so the actual 52 years where nobody walked through. This is a Gmaran Masechet Megillah Dafud Aleph, where they try to go through this calculation. Now there's another Breitah, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Sheba Shah Kaimah. There was a curse for, for seven years, the Gophrit Vamelah, Srefa Koladza, Beret Israel. That curse on itself was there for seven years. What's Rabbi Yossi's reason? At he learns the Ghazal Berit. Berit. It says, Ketiv HaCha by the Malach Gavriel he told Daniel, Berit La Rabim The punishment was gonna to be to the Rabim. The Rabbim are the heads of the nation, the governors, it's gonna be for one week or Shavua, we know seven years and it says over there in in Parashat uh, Nitzavim, so we learn berit and berit. So the same way the berit of by by uh, by Gabriel telling uh, Daniel is seven years, it's also in Sefer Devarim. It's also seven years. Now, bottom line is from fifty-two years, seven years, whatever it is, you see, B'nai Binyamin weren't there forever. So then how could you say that uh, means until today, forever? So um, Amaleh, explains to Rabbah, over here by the Badeh Aaron, the poles of the Aaron, ketiv sham, and it sounds like forever. Haatnam, but B'nei B'nei look, ketiv sham, doesn't say that they were there forever, so it doesn't mean forever. So like Ma'as, okay, whenever it says sham, the Olamu is forever. We have a Shimon, We have a bright day or iberosham, the amalek, they killed of amalek, sham ashur, and the king of ashur, mixed everyone up together, I'm gonna mix all the nations, vatu and I'm going to take all their uh, treasures and uh you see that uh they left they're not there anymore it says that uh shimon was there and they're not there anymore because uh, they, they moved them away the answer is yes you're right it's a refutation in what all explained explained the Shimon by your high and you have to say that according to revision by your high it went to babel and it's also i guess a problem with rebida ben lakish who explains that uh, Aaron was uh, buried or hidden in its place. Now, Tana. omrim Aaron belishkat dira The Chachamim said that the Aaron was hidden under the chamber where the trees were, uh, the wood for the for the Mizbeach. And Amarav Nachman b'Yitzhak, there was a Kohen who was walking around in lishkat ha'aitim, v'ra'ar and he saw one tile, I guess, in the Lishkata, uh, it seemed that was uh, higher than the other. He came to all this random. He, like more, he couldn't finish the sentence. And everyone knew for sure that that's where the Aron is. Now, what was this guy uh, doing? He was playing around with his axe. I guess he wasn't doing actual avoda. Uh, or doesn't the actual for the Beit HaMikdash, Tan and the Beru Kohanim Ba'itzim, no, there were two Kohanim, who were checking the wood, to see if any worm went into them, and someone's axe, the metal part of the axe, uh, flew off his uh, handle, and it went to that area where the Aaron was, and the fire came and swallowed it up, and some explain it swallow the kohen up we're not sure and brought. since we're already talking about the poles of the aron that we see the heads of the poles so we don't see it outside what exactly is going on you could see it but not really see it and we're going to explain it like the chest of a woman under her clothing now, you you can see the heads of the poles. Now, it says, Yachol, now, because it says, Betabata Aaron Yuabadim, that the poles have to be in those rings and they can't get out of there. Maybe that's the way they're supposed to be and you cannot move them. Talmud Lomar you have to be able to move them out, pull them out. But you, can't, but you can't totally pull them out. You can't take them out of the ring, but you could just stretch them out. <laughs> Maybe they're going to be stretched so out that they're going to rip a hole through the curtain. <laughs> you can't see them. So it says on one hand you're supposed to see them, on the other hand you're not supposed to see them. So they're pressing out to the curtain. V'nir in kisne dade isha, you could see like the chest of a woman that's under her clothing. Sheneh Mar, Serora Mor Dodili Ben Shaday Yalin. Between the chest, that's where the Aroon is. And Amar of Ketina B'sha'as Ayu Israel Oin the Regel, when Bnei Israel would go would go up to the Regel on the holidays. Megalelin Lahe Parochet. They would open up the parochet, Umarin Lahe, they would show they would roll up the curtain, Umarim Lahim, the Kerubim Shayum Zebaz. They showed them the Kerubin, they would hug one another. Vyomila and Kohanim would tell them Uhibathem, Nifna Komlooka Shem loves you, Kahibadza Khan Kebal like a man and a woman. Mativra Hazda. It says v'lo vo Lir Kebalaita Kodesh. Says they cannot uh, go into the Kodesh and see what's going on over there. He explains it that, that once Aaron and his, and his uh, boys they put uh, the killing back in their spot, the Aaron is specific, that you're not allowed to look over there. So, so how can you tell me that they roll up the curtain and everyone sees? So, Amarav Nahman, no. It was only an isur in the mishkan, It's like a kala. As long as she's engaged in her father's house, she's embarrassed. She doesn't want to show herself off in front of her husband. Once she gets married, she comes to her father-in-law's house, and not she's not embarrassed of her husband. Same thing, in the desert. They were not used to Kadosh Baruch Hu, They were not used to Shekhinah, and they were scared, and they were not allowed to look at the Aaron. But the Beit Mekdash, they were allowed on the holidays. Okay, Mati, Rav Hana, Barav Ketina, Ma'aseh Bekwayen ha chayamit and he found out where the place was, and he got killed, right? Remember all that story? So, so you see, there's a surah sort to of look at it, even the better Mekdash. So Amar Le'er of the Haman told Rav Hana, Nid what are you talking about? The case where after the divorce, and over there was already divorced, the Aaron was Niknaz, once there was a divorce, it goes back to the original Isur of not being able to see the Aaron. Now, what are we talking about? When did they show the Aaron? If it was in the first bed mi'avai parochet, was there even a parochet? Okay, in the second bed in keruvim, was there an Aaron at all? It was hidden, right? So they all have a Mikdash Rishon. What's the parochet, the curtain they talk about? Parochet de babeh. the parochet, the curtain of the outside of all the way in the entrance of the ulam, the lobby of the the Beit Hamikdash, not of Yuba Mikdash. There's thirteen curtains in the second Beit Hamikdash. Seven. By the seven gates of the Azarah, Shteim Hayun plus another two, a one by the opening of the Hechal, one for the opening of the lobby of the Bet Hamidras, Badevir, two that separated the Kodesh and Kodesh Hakodeshim, v'Shteim and another two. Up above in the upper chain, uh, chamber. Uh, above the Kodesh Golashim, there was another level with the, like sort of the same layout as the, on the bottom, and there was a curtain over there too. And you have to say that they were there also during the first Beit Mikdash. And here's another answer. Now we're talking about even the second Beit Mikdash, there was no real Keruvim. There was a picture of the Keruvim, uh, there were images of the Kerub on the walls. As the Pasuk says in the first Bet Magdash, the uh, the entire Beta Magdash, the walls were there was like sort of like a netting, Keruvim, there's a picture of keruvim. Kerubim, Zahav, there's different pictures on the walls of trees and plants and flowers and it says over there kemar ish uh, veloyot so the man asks my kemar ish veloyot what does that word mean so amar ba bar it's a man hugging his wife so Vahaba Yaakov explains that's what they were looking at it wasn't the actual Kerubim but at the pictures of them and Amar Shlakish b'Sha'as Eichnesun Ochrim Laechal. When the Goim, or the Romans, they came into the Hechal. Ra'u Kerubim, Aorim Ze Baze. They walked in and they saw the Kerubim hugging one another. So Hotziun Lashuk. They, I guess, they peeled it off the wall, and they uh, they took it out to the market. Amaru Yisrael these Jews, their bracha, the bracha, their bracha, their curses are a curse. This is what they're dealing with. Right away, they disrespected them. All those who honor it now disrespected it, because they saw their erva. Now, I just want to stop a second. This huge Tosfot that you see is one of what I th- what I like to think one of the most fascinating Tosfots in Shas where Tosfot discusses the pictures that the, that uh, are printed in the Mahzorim is not a good thing because people the, the person praying loses concentration, but there is no Isur of Lot Asel Pesel uh, because the, the, the Isur of uh, making a Pesel, a picture, is only a problem when it's popping out or when it's indented, but the stomach picture is not Isur. And in Shlomo Amalek's case, you could either say that Hashem told him to make pictures like that on the wall, or the Goyim did it for him. Also, Tosfor explains, is only sort of making a man's face or a lion, something that's the, the, by the Kisa Kavod, the uh, sun, the moon, that they they worship. But other pictures are Mutar. And Halakha Maaseh, really there's two or three sugyot that really come out of it. Number one is the famous uh, Igrot Moshe is saying that you can't teach children over a certain age uh, to draw pictures of the sun and the moon. That could be a problem. And the other one is the pictures on a parochet in Shul. This is already starts from the Rishonim, the Rashba, the Ramban, the Radbaz, uh, the Turish Hanaruch discussed discusses, or Zaruah. Uh, the Maharami Rotenberg discusses what is allowed, what's not allowed, and then... And many shoals that did have these type of pictures that are indented or are popping out, what do you do with them? Do you have to destroy it? Do not destroy it. It's a major machloket in the Haranim. If you get a chance, very important to so get to look into. Now, let's go back to what we discussed in the Mishnah. In the, in, in the, in the Kodesh HaKodeshim, there was a stone. It's called Eben HaShetiyah. That's where the Arun used to be. Tana Shemimena Hushtat HaOlam. The world was brought out from that stone. It was created from that stone. Amar This uh, Mishnah sounds like uh, the, the man Amar who holds that the world was created from Yerushalayim. The Rabbi Li'izra Umair, Rabbi li'izra held that the world was created from the middle and it just uh, spread out that way. afar, when you place the afar, the dirt, la in one place, urgavim and other dirt just gathers around it and that's uh, how we created a world the world was created from the sides from the four corners or from the four elements right and then it it totally uh, connected in the middle and that's how it got together even Yara Kalosh Barachu Bayamakosh Barachu threw some sort of rock or comet into the ocean, and from there the world was created. Shneemar Alma Adanea Hotbao, Ba'u Omi Yara Even Pinata. The Even Pinata is the foundational stone. The world was created from Yerushalayim. Shneemar Mizmor Asaf El Elohim Hashem. And theomer over there it says Mitzion Michlal Yofi. What's Mitzya Michal Yofi? Mimenu Mukhalal Yofi From over there, the the was created the beauty of the world. And Taniar Bili Ezra Gadol Omr shamay Toldot Hashemaim VeHatzvehibarei Am BeYom Asot Hashem Elohim Eretz VeHashemaim Toldot Hashemaim Mishemaim Nivreu. What, all, anything that was created in the sky, the stars, sun, moon, everything was created in the sky. Todot haaretz. Anything created on land, man, it's nivru. Elu nivru. Everything was created from Yerushalayim. Shnei emamim, asaf, el Elohim, Hashem diber vayikra eretz min mizrach. Hashem shalme v'ov Mitzion, michlal yofi Elohim Hofiah, Mimenu michlal yofi Yerushalayim. From Yerushalayim was created the, all the beauty of the world. And we'll start by hearing Baruch Hashem, the Amen, V.